Oh, dating can be so scary. Welcome back to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. I can't imagine what horrors are going to come next for this poor man. Let's find out. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> the next day, a message was left on my machine. It was her. To preserve her privacy and her identity confidential is why I have not written down her name in this journal, but trust me, the entries that I am making are true. Again, when I played her message to me, it was captivating, mesmerizing. I felt like the captain of a ship, hearing the singing of a siren, hoping that she was not leading me to dash myself on the rocks. Leaving me her number, the ball was now in my court. I chose not to call right away, but to take a bit of time, which hopefully would let her know that I was not desperate or frantic to get together immediately. Perhaps it might convince her that I was a man of confidence, secure in myself, not bending to mere whims of my desires, but patient, compassionate, and not a follower, but a leader of my emotions. A portion of the message she had left dealt with the best times when to call. This got me to wonder what she did for a living, for excitement, to pass the time. Perhaps... She was an archaeologist or a professor of some kind, philosopher, truth seeker, or musician. Questions were building in my mind of what to ask to carry on a conversation with someone of such high caliber. Grounding myself, I decided that I would call tomorrow. Staying up a little later that night assured me of a good night's rest, improving my chances of sleep and dreaming of what things might be to come. The sun rose the next morning, the day that I was to make the call. The clock could not tick fast enough to reach the times specified, the boundaries that were left in which to make sure the connection happened. Gathering up all the courage I could muster, so much so that fear was not going to overtake me and prevent us from our eventual rendezvous. One ring, two rings, Three rings. I was positive that it was going to go to an answering machine, but then a click and a hello. I could feel my heart pounding in my chest, blood flowing at the utmost pressure I could handle in my arteries, hoping that my pipes would not burst, bringing my life in this pursuit to an end. Casually, or the best I could muster, I said hello back and asked if I could speak to the angel. The voice at the other end replied that this was her. In my mind I knew from the moment she said hello. After the rudimentary introductions, conversation was somewhat limited due to her time schedule. Within the short time we spoke, we decided on a popular location to meet, a premises where potential relationships could start or fail. The dreams I had that night, hopefully, were a premonition that reflected what was to become. Again, time could not move fast enough through the day. Glancing at the clock, I kept telling myself, do not keep looking at it. It is like looking at a pot that you want to boil. 
Soon it was within the half hour to leave. Then the phone rang. That feeling you get when you get a call at 3 a.m. overtook me. Was she canceling? Did she not want to meet anymore? Or was it my mother? Picking up the receiver, I paused, preparing myself for the worst. It was not my mom, but the angel. She asked politely if I might be able to come and pick her up from where she lived. I hesitated in answering. Instinctively, her idea did not sit well with me. She did not know me, and I did not know her. However, against all better judgment, I said I would. She provided her address and general directions to get there. Telling her that I would be there within the hour, I hung up the phone and pondered what to do next. My mode of transportation was not one that should be used when you are meeting someone for the first time. I dialed my sibling's phone number and asked if I could borrow her car, explaining why I needed it so urgently. Due to my sister's caring and nurturing nature, she said, of course. After procuring the new ride, I made my way to the address the angel had given me. I arrived in front of a well-kept bungalow. Nothing about the house or neighborhood seemed to be out of place. Just your everyday, average-looking neighborhood that could be in any city or town. There was a six-foot-high fence surrounding the property. Again, looking very normal. Exiting the car, I made my way up the shoveled sidewalk to the gate. Pulling the cord provided to open the latch, I entered. The gate, having a spring to close at once opened, startled me when it slammed shut, the noise sounding cold due to the harsh winter temperatures. I breathed deeply to relax myself, the condensation of my breath forming ice in the blink of an eye on my mustache. After one more relaxing inhale and exhale, I pressed the doorbell. I could hear the pleasant chime announcing my presence. The door opened, a smile on my face, warm and inviting. But I was not prepared for what came next. <laughs>